This is Monday Morning Meditations number 217 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Let's not throw out masculinity altogether. Good morning, Rising Man family. This is Jetty Azuma here checking in again for Monday Morning Meditations on the Rising Man Podcast. Big love to everybody that was there listening each and every week. I appreciate you guys tuning in. appreciate the messages I've been getting about these episodes lately, so keep it coming. Before we talk about today's topic, I want to remind you that Dojo is coming up September 15th to the 18th here in Austin, Texas. This is our four-day self-mastery embodied leadership training retreat for men. It's happening here. It's an amazing experience, an amazing opportunity to challenge yourself, to sharpen your edge, and get in the room doing real work with real men. September 15th to 18th here in Austin, Texas. If you haven't registered yet, go to risingman.org dojo and get yourself in the room. All right, without further ado, today's topic is masculinity isn't toxic, the absence of it is. Masculinity isn't toxic, the absence of masculinity is. This is a great quote that Mark Rose from the Rising Man team here shared with me recently, and it really stood out. I know he sent it to me because he knows that I have a really hard time with all of this culture calling out toxic masculinity and, and perpetuating that terminology, pairing toxicity and poison with the word masculinity. And when he shared this one with me, I was like, oh, yes. And the fact that this was a quote that was shared by a woman, a female, I, I loved it. And to be honest, I don't know who or where it came from. So whoever that is out there who said this, credit to you, because to me, this is exactly what I've been trying to say all along, that masculinity in and of itself is not toxic. And I believe that a lot of people know this. This is what most people are trying to communicate when they talk about toxic masculinity. But because of how much it's been spoken and the ways in which it's been spoken and then interpreted and passed around like this game of telephone, all of a sudden, all of masculinity has been clustered into this toxic bubble. So I wanted to break it down for a moment and talk about how the nature of masculinity in and of itself, something that exists inside of every man, every woman, everybody who identifies whatever, whichever way they identify gender-wise is contains masculinity within themselves. It is a word that describes a series or a cluster of qualities and traits and characteristics that can be demonstrated by a human being. To me, masculinity, mas the masculine is a vessel, right? It's like a container that allows for the water of the feminine to fill it and to be surrounded by it and kept protected, kept safe, kept contained and contained in not in a suppressive way, but in a way that allows that energy of the feminine to fully express itself. So what are the qualities of masculinity that we're talking about? We're talking about structure. Structure, when I think of structure, I think of certainty, reliability, dependability, trustworthiness. If I have a container, like a glass of water, I trust that that glass, when I pour my water into it, it's going to hold the water. It's not gonna leak, it's not gonna crack, it's not gonna become overwhelmed by it. It can literally hold whatever the water is, decides to do with itself. And that to me is a beautiful metaphor for masculine. Not just talking about masculine within men or masculine within the context and framework of energetics, but what masculine represents is the ability to hold and contain a feminine presence, a feminine energy, structure, certainty, trustworthiness, dependability. Masculine is also clear. It is directed, it is strategic, it is precise. 
a lot of, for me at least, a lot of masculine energy deals with numbers and calculations and figuring things out, measuring things, precision. And that also lends itself to that greater sense of security and trustworthiness. If I've prepared, if I've gathered all of my senses that allow me to be certain of who I am and how I stand, to me that is masculine. And who doesn't want that kind of presence in the room with them? Who doesn't want that kind of presence in a space when we're at a family gathering or at a huge emotional event like a wedding or the loss of somebody? Who doesn't want that energy of the masculine in the room that has certainty, that, has, that is prepared and capable of being with whatever comes this way and allowing for whatever comes this way to also be? I think this is an often underrepresented and unspoken part of the masculine. That same glass I poured my water into, it's not attached to how the water expresses itself once it's in the glass. It simply provides the space for the water to do its thing. So an individual in their masculine steps into a room, anchors himself down, anchors themselves down and feels and just is present and available. Whatever happens here, I can be with. To me, that's, that's the empowered masculine. That's the version of masculinity that we cannot do without. We cannot be without masculinity. And that's where my biggest gripe with this whole toxic masculine conversation is people are trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's eliminate masculinity. Maybe not consciously. I don't, I don't know if there's that many people who are saying, let's rid the world of masculinity. But unconsciously, we are de-incentivizing, we are demotivating people to bring masculine energy because society's told us it is dangerous. Society told us that it is bad for you. It is toxic. It is poisonous. Masculinity itself is not toxic. The absence of real masculinity is. That's what breaks down communities because water without a vessel to hold it spreads out. It scatters. It seeps into the floor. It disappears. It evaporates. That elements of the water of the feminine requires structure to give it form and shape. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's yin and yang. It's, you can't have one without the other. And you could look into all the spiritual texts. You can look into generations and thousands and centuries of years ago, wisdoms. It's all over the place. The balance of this thing we call masculine and this thing that we call feminine. We need both to exist. Both exist within each of us. Both exist within everything. And we, we bounce those energies off of each other. So just a reminder, just another invitation to consider this dialogue about toxicity and masculinity, how dangerous it is when we put those things together. When we say that this thing is toxic and dangerous, be mindful how much resistance you're creating. I know a lot of men who are afraid to express their full masculine because they don't believe that the people around them can handle that. They, they don't believe that it's safe for them to bring their masculine forward without being judged for in whatever ways that they will, for being, for being aggressive, for being dominant, for being too pushy, too certain, too structured, too organized, too logical. These are the conversations that men are having about masculinity right now. Trust me. Maybe you're having that conversation within yourself. Consider this. Think about this. Think about the impact of calling something toxic without context behind what we're actually saying, what that actually means. 
So thank you. Thank you to you out there, especially the women out there who are choosing to look at this toxic masculine conversation in a different light. We must not, we cannot abandon the masculine or the feminine, but continue to provide healthy ways for these parts of ourselves to come through. And remember that everything we call toxic masculine, it's not, it has nothing to actually do with masculinity. The things that we call toxic masculine, abusive behaviors, narcissism, greed, selfishness, all of those things, that's not masculine. Not by any means, not by any stretch of the definition. You can look it up in the dictionary and I guarantee you, you won't see those words next to it. You can ask anybody on the street, describe masculinity. It has nothing to do with any of those things that we're afraid of. So why are we clustering it? Why are we putting those two things together? Just ask yourself that. And remember that masculine is something that we need. Feminine is something that we need. The balance of those two things is what allows life to perpetuate. So we can't abandon one in favor of the other. We got to have both and figure out how to bring them together in a healthy way. So hope you enjoyed this message here today. Thank you for tuning in. Please tune in next week when we have another Monday morning meditation and share this with your community. Share this with your people. Let's keep this dialogue about eradicating toxic masculinity as a way of talking about masculinity and change it into something that's more empowering. All right, y'all. I'll see you in the next one. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you head over to risingman.org to check out the latest and greatest in the Rising Man community. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Keep showing us the love everywhere you do. Thank you for your support and your participation in this movement, making it move from one heart to the next. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.